0: I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. Today, we are going to dive in how exactly ChatGPT is trained. I'm going to try to keep it as uh, simple of an explanation while also trying to get into some of the details. So it is um, easy to understand. I'll try to keep it not too technical. But to start, we need to understand how language models work in general. So at a high level, a language model is a type of AI that uses statistical methods to predict the likelihood of a sequence of words. So kind of like the auto, um, the auto predictor on your phone when you're typing and it's suggesting words to you, uh, something similar to that. So it does this by looking at patterns in the data it has been trained on and using those patterns to estimate the probability of each word given the previous words in a sentence so just like your phone is doing that you know it's auto or on gmail even on email um it's suggesting you know the next word you could type um these language models are doing that but they're doing it at a much higher level and they're also able to understand context of full sentences and full articles and full books so it gives it a lot more context than just your phone which is going off of a short message. The specific type of language model that ChatGPT uses is called a transformer. So this is a deep learning model that uses attention mechanisms to better understand the relationships between words in a sentence. This was something that was developed by Google Brain back in 2017. um, And some Google researchers wrote a paper um, which was used to help essentially create the infrastructure, create the framework for what ChatGPT is today. So the attention mechanism allows the model to focus on different parts of the input sequence and determine which words are most important for making a prediction. So think about that. Essentially, if you were to ask ChatGPT, um, what is the best thing for me to do in New York City uh, on the weekend? ChatGPT is, you know, what they're essentially saying with their attention mechanism here, it's able to take that whole question and look at, um, which parts of that input, which parts of that question are most important um, in predicting the next word, right? Because when you're typing on your phone and it's predicting, you know, what the next word you might type is, that's it's going from one word to the next. Uh, this is looking at the entire overall structure and it's saying based off of, you know, this entire sentence, what words are most important. So the training process for a transformer model like ChatGPT involves feeding it large amounts of text data and then adjusting its internal parameters so that it can accurately predict the next word in a sentence. The model starts with a set of random parameters and then uses an optimization algorithm to adjust those parameters so that the predictions it makes are as accurate as possible. This is very interesting because um, even in the way that the ChatGPT model is being uh, trained or tuned, fine-tuned, they're using an algorithm to do that, right? So they're setting random parameters, uh, random settings on their... Um, on their model, and then they're literally using an algorithm to adjust those parameters. Um, how's how do we say that simply? Essentially, um, when you're looking at like a neural network, uh, that's what these these models are being trained on. They try to they try to mimic the human brain, the neurons in the human brain. So, essentially, there when they train these models, they give it a whole bunch of data. They ask it for something. Um, and they, they set their um, settings on their tuning to random, it gives them the response and they tell them, they just, they just tell the model if that response was good or bad. If it was bad, they feed it back to the model and say, this, response, or, this question with this response is wrong. Then they get it to do it again and again and again and again and eventually, uh, when it learns what is right, they feed it back and say, this was right. And now all of a sudden, it has learned what is right. And the whole time it's doing this, it's adjusting its um, settings with an algorithm randomly and so it's able to learn not only um what types of you know inputs should get what type of outputs but also it's learning what type of settings work best for what what type of fine-tuned settings for the models work best for which type of questions and it's doing that all with an algorithm all automatically it's pretty crazy it's amazing so one of the key challenges in training a language model like ChatGPT is that it requires a lot of data. Obviously, ChatGPT was, was trained on an insane amount of data all pulled online. And in order to generate high-quality responses, the model needs to see a very large number, number of examples of how people use language. So OpenAI used a data set of over 8 million web pages when they were training ChatGPT. Um, which includes a wide range of topics and styles of writing, so that kind of contributed to why ChatGPT is so powerful today. But once a model has been trained on such a big data set, it can generate responses to new questions by predicting the next word in a sentence. The model generates responses by starting with a prompt, such as a question, and then generating a sequence of words one at a time, using the probability estimated from the training data to determine which um word is most likely to come next and this is really important understanding that um that you know they're looking at one word and predicting the next uh one character and predicting the next i've heard that sometimes they're not even looking at full words they're just looking at like 10 characters before three characters before help it predict the next three characters so that is crazy but um the reason why this is important is because when people ask why chat gpt is so bad at doing math or other um some sort of specific tasks it's just not very good at it's because it it is in its purest sense it is a language learning model now in the future will they incorporate uh, math models into it that are good at doing math sure maybe but right now it's simply a language learning model it is all one tool it doesn't have apis um, or access to other tools that it's integrating and so just because of the because of that when it's trying to predict things it's not calculating and that's an interesting differentiator with ChatGPT, and something to know is when it when it um, says things, it is not calculating its responses, aka thinking about its responses. It is just algorithmically um, is algorithmically giving you its best prediction of what the response should be. And so, with things like math, it's notoriously bad because um, it's not actually sitting there doing the calculations. So the quality of the responses generated by ChatGPT really depend on the quality of the training data, as well as the choice of the optimization algorithm and other, you know, parameters used in the training process. OpenAI has done pretty extensive experimentation to ensure that ChatGPT generates high quality responses for a lot of areas, not all, but a lot. Um, And they've made the the model available for everyone in the world right now to use and test, and they're actively training and improving it based off of the tests, based off of what people are saying to it now. You might have noticed when you use ChatGPT, it asks you for a thumbs up or thumbs down on your uh, response, and it's using that data to actively train and improve uh, the model even further. So... There are a few important factors to keep in mind when you use ChatGPT. First, it's important to recognize that the model has been trained um, on a lot of data, that some of it's accurate, some of it is not. And second, it's important to understand that the model is not a perfect reflection of the human language because it's been trained on like patterns in the data. It's not capable of understanding the meaning of words or the context in which they are used. Think about that. I'm going to say that again. It has been trained on patterns in the data, but not it's not capable of understanding the meaning of words or the context in which they are used. Again, it's not good at math because it's not calculating, it's not thinking about it, um, it's just predicting. So this means it's very possible for it to generate responses that are nonsensical or misleading. If that's you know what they saw a lot of online, for example, where this was trained, that's what it will generate. Um, And so I guess finally it's pretty important to know that ChatGPT is a machine learning model and as such it is subject to biases in the data it was trained on. So for example, if the training training data um, contains different inaccuracies, the model may generate responses that reflect those inaccuracies. So it's just important to be aware of those limitations and to think about them um, as you get responses from the data. In conclusion, ChatGPT is a pretty amazing model trained on a ton of data from the internet. The training invo- uh, process involves feeding it a large amounts of data um, and then adjusting its internal settings and parameters to improve its ability to generate responses that are likely to be correct. So, the ChatGPT is using the transformer model which uh, uses attention mechanisms to better understand the relationships between words in a sentence. And while ChatGPT is capable of generating high quality responses, it's important to be aware of its limitations, um, which come from essentially its training data, garbage in, garbage out. If it had some bad data, then it may um, give you back some bad data. And I'm assuming they're, they're working to remove bad data from the training sets, but that's just something important to understand. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.